Hey everybody, I'm Robert. Hey guys, I'm Chris. And we're the Film Flamers. Bringing you another Top 10. Well, actually, we haven't had one in a little while, I don't think. That's right. The last couple Top 10 episodes that we have put on the main feed were actually rebroadcast from older episodes, and we'll probably be doing that from time to time in the future. Yeah, I mean, Top 10s are a little eh, weird these days. Uh, They're a little meta, right? I mean, people are expecting that for kind of trash content, but we actually like to put a lot of thought into ours. So we're not going to pump those out every single month, but in honor of the the films that we're covering, like Carrie and The Rage, Carrie 2, we're going to be counting down our top favorite high school horror movies. So high school has been an essential part of horror uh, since the 50s, right? Wouldn't you say, Chris? Yeah, I think when we started to see like the uh, the teenage uh, exploitation <laughs> or what have you, uh, it was definitely during that time where it was like the you know monsters from Mars and you know space cowboys from outer space or whatever the hell was going on, <laughs> you know, like the blob stuff. You know, it was saying, oh, this is actually pretty. We can make these like um, you know high concept films that are fairly cheap to make sometimes. You know, and you know they'll be all the rage with the high schoolers. That's right, and so I mean, obviously. Horror movies are, you know, fairly popular with with younger people, um, and they go and pay to see them, and so of course they would be featuring, you know, people like them in the films. Mm-hmm. A lot so. of disturbing behavior. <laughs> Not on the list. Um, <laughs> Although we did cover that on Patreon, so if you're interested in what we thought of disturbing behavior, please head over there. <laughs> we definitely thought it was Razor. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgotten about that. I wiped it from my memory. So Razor. when <laughs> that's Razor, let's do it. <clears throat> um, <laughs> to create this list, we wanted to pick movies that, you know, sort of featured either high school students or very heavily involved a high school in the plot. With that being said, uh, number 10 is Student Bodies. I love this movie, and I'm glad. I'm so glad you hadn't seen it before I I shared it with you. I fucking love that movie, and I think about it all of the time. And I've had so many conversations about it with other people now, right? Like, and in fact, I've gone back and listened to that episode of ours a couple times because it makes me laugh so much. And every time I listen to it, it makes me want to watch the movie. (laughs) And so, but yeah, I mean, like, this is totally high school horror. Um, it takes place in a high school, like almost the entirety of it. And if not, it's a high school function that they're yep. at, right? With high school students that are clearly adults. But I mean, yeah, you got a killer named the Breather that's always complaining about gum on stairs left by students, and he's always talking through a chicken on the phone and saying "click." And people are asking him, "Did you just hang up?" And he says, "No, I just said click." So there's a lot of there was a lot of gold to mine there. That's right. You cannot. You know, walk two spaces in that movie without seeing horse head bookends. <laughs> and I mean, it's just fucking delightful. So, yeah. And there's a lot there that they're spoofing, right? Especially our main deep dive of this month, Carrie, right? There's a, there's a, there's some Carrie spoofing there. There certainly is. And I feel like Carrie gets spoofed a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the number nine movie, Chris? Our number nine pick is the Babysitter series. <laughs> so these are recent watches for us, right? We didn't watch The Babysitter until after Ready or Not came out. Yeah, because we really loved that actress. Yes, very, very much. And um, That Babysitter was a really, really funny movie. It was a real good time. Um, but to me, the second one is better, right? I just think it's like 
a hell of a lot funnier and goofy, right? It goes into like full airplane mode versus the first one kind of gets there by the end. But I don't know. I like them both about equally, but you're right. This, the second one is a lot more over the top and campy. Mm -hmm. But again, I mean, like clearly these are high school students, right? In this movie. And then high school students who like worship the devil, right? Or have some sort of cult going on. Mm -hmm. And so there's lots of like gore and over the top violence. It's just a real fucking good time. I love the babysitter movies so, so much. Oh yeah. Samara Weaving is so excellent in both of those movies. Of course, she doesn't really show up till the end of the second one. Spoiler alert. I know. Yeah. Sorry if you hadn't seen it, but really you should have already watched it by now. But you know, the trailer sort of like make it seem like she's not a part of that second movie. They have all these returning characters, but not her, but she does show up and, you know, in quite a different way. And, um, I don't know. I just really like both of those movies. So, I mean, and this is the kind of situation where these are just high school students, right? Not a lot of the movie takes place in the high school. Maybe just like the very beginning of the No. Yeah, the first one's mostly at the in the neighborhood, and the second one, they're kind of vacationing a little bit, or, mm-hmm. well, on a boat, on a, on a river, got out like a country area. But uh, what's interesting to me is that the, both of these movies are done by McGee. That's right. Randomly. Did, like, uh, fucking Charlie's Angels and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, he he was brought to fame by his music videos, right? And then he, he went into the the franchise of the Charlie's Angels that would, did so well. And I think he even did like a Terminator movie that did like middling. And uh, he kind of disappeared for me. I, like, I don't remember what else he's done. And he kind of went off the radar a little bit until he came out with a babysitter randomly. And it was so good. Yeah, I mean, so apparently he's, you know, a fucking horror director now, which is good, you know, because I, mm-hmm. I really liked both of those movies yeah so if you have if you've not seen the babysitter movies they're on netflix it's easy to watch them uh go and do it you'll be doing yourself a favor i promise so robert what's our number eight so number eight of high school horror is jennifer's body now i know that a lot of people have sort of a a love it or hate it relationship with this movie i think a lot of the horror community is kind of torn on it but i keep seeing a lot of love growing on social media people sort of like rediscovering this movie and i have to admit the first time i watched it i wasn't a huge fan i wasn't either but i enjoyed parts of it i need to go back and discover it again this is written by diablo cody the same woman that that wrote juno etc i'm not sure i'm not hugely like well versed in her career but i know that she is well known as a writer um and so i i do want to go back because i know like there's there's also a lot of actors in jennifer's body that I like to see from time to time. I love to make fun of Amanda Seyfried whenever I see her. <laughs> um, you know, and then of course there's that stuck up bitch that ended up playing April O'Neil in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. Megan Fox. That I've never seen. Yeah. Megan Fox, Transformers girl. Yeah. Yeah. And Adam Brody's in it, right? I mean, <laughs> and it's Transformers. <laughs> it's, uh, it's directed by Karin Kusama, right? Which we covered in yeah. the invitation. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, uh, the second time I watched it, it, had, it was a couple years after it came out, and like I had a kind of conversation with someone, and they told me that it's a good movie, and I was like, "No, you're full of shit. It's a shitty movie." And I went back and watched it, and I had to go fucking apologize and be like, "Yes, it's very good. I don't know why I didn't like it the first time, but I've seen it a couple times since." Like, I, I don't know. Like now that you mention it, it's like maybe that's it. You know, it's like you know Diablo Cody, and then you also got Karen Kusama. And it just feels like it's it's like not Jennifer's body, you know, from those two people. But I need to go back and and, and watch it for its its subtleties. I think you know because it 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 does have like a cult following. Yeah, and it's I mean like there's some really like gnarly effects in it. I think it's it's good. It's a good high school movie, right? So we're talking about you know the trials and tribulations of high school students, and especially like you know girls as friends in high school, and how those relationships can be, and um. It's just a really, really good movie. 
in my opinion, right? Especially for these reasons. So that's why it made the list for sure. Speaking of Jennifer's diseased body, our number seven is also a final destination. <laughs> the final destination. <laughs> right. I miss Ollie Larder. Yeah, well, we just need to keep watching the Resident Evil movies. She shows up in those. Oh, okay. She? And like yeah. number 49 or 50 or... Or whatever, yeah. What's her name in Final Destination? Is it like Clear? I don't know. Her name's like Clear Rivers or something like that. <laughs> Final Destination. This is, this is a high school horror movie, in my opinion. Do, would you agree with that? Well, it's a high school trip, yeah. Yeah. And so, all the ones like, following it, right? Like roller coasters and shit like that and tanning beds. And like they're all about this high school students every single time. Pretty much. Yeah, I feel maybe like they could have some like college age people thrown in, you know, throughout the series. But the very first movie for sure is all about high school students, high school teachers, you know, and um, yeah. and like it's not really about going to high school, but it's certainly about those aged people. Right. And mm-hmm. like the, the differences that there are between like cliques and shit in high school and having to come together to fight death essentially right it was such an inventive movie when it came out and everyone was talking about it and it's such good execution to this day i watch this film and i'm just impressed by how original it was compared to everything else coming out of the time yeah i mean i completely agree with you i really enjoy the shit out of final destination i thought it was inventive um i thought like the death scenes were really neat like the entire series really doesn't disappoint when it comes to inventive ways to kill people right yeah like especially did you see the one where that guy gets like suctioned to the bottom of the swimming pool Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember some of like like the shower curtain line and like like the water like traveling across the floor. Some of it was just like really really interesting. And the second one, of course, the opening with uh, the roller coaster versus like yes. the first one with the airplane. You know, watching those you know death scenes are always really highly orchestrated, and they get more and more intense and weird as the series goes on. I think, you know. Um, but uh, the whole death order thing as like a plot point, you know, and is always fun. And uh, I, I don't think I've seen anything past the second one, honestly, but um, or the third. I think I've seen past the third, but they're such a good series. I need to I need to finish it because I've only watched the first two or three. I like them all. The first three are kind of the best one. I mean, that's not really true. I like them all, but um, <laughs> whichever one had the fucking one with the log truck, that's either the second or the third one. Um, Either that's the third, I believe. I think the roller coaster is the second. I cannot remember. But every time. Yeah, I'm like reversing them. If I see a fucking truck with logs on the back of it, though, that's the first thing my brain goes to is that movie. And I'm like, ah, you know, like. Stay far, far away from it. Yeah. We need to cover Final Destination sometime on the podcast. We need to cover all of these, honestly. We haven't done a deep dive of any of these so far, except for Student Bodies. And I believe that was not last April, but the April before. Yeah, that was our first our first quote-unquote season. Oh, our first interesting. comedy horror movie. Yeah. It was our first uh, April comedy month episode. But uh, moving on to number six, uh, which is The Craft. I bind you, Robert, from doing harm against yourself <laughs> or others. <laughs> Oh, Chris, I am the weirdest. Um, <laughs> we, need, we really need to deep dive this one. For sure. My gosh, I love The Craft. I have not seen The Craft in probably 10 years. <laughs> so I, I listen to the soundtrack all the time. <laughs> so I like this movie. I mean, again, set in a high school, high school students, you know, all the things that high school girls go through, except they're witches. And um, Skeet Ulrich is in this movie. Nev Campbell is in this movie. The entire cast is great. Like Rachel True is so good in it. Faruza Balk is good. Uh, Faruza Balk. Love that. And I love saying her name. <laughs> Faruza Balk. 
and that I forgot her name, but the one from Empire Records where he played the lead. So, oh god, yeah, she, she shaved off her head in Empire Records, and then she actually, because of that, wore a wig for the craft. Oh, it kind of looks like a wig. It does. Me. It really does. <laughs> uh, also, that Marsha, Marsha, Marsha bitch is in this movie as a racist. That's true. Mm. That's right. She's talking about little little hairs. What a bitch. <laughs> God, I, yeah, I mean, like these girls were like mercilessly picked on, <laughs> and I mean, people got their comeuppance, you know. But I just remember when the craft came out. I saw it in the theater. I loved it. Good soundtrack too. It. The soundtrack is just amazing. well, obviously, it's iconic enough because like the the show Charmed like kind of ripped off their their main song. That's I right, am a fan. I'm the amazing cover of the Smith song, <laughs> yeah. and there's like their random pop appearance by Jewel on there. Like it's totally doesn't sound like Jewel at all, but. Mm-hmm. There's a cover of a Beatles song on there, too, that's really, really good. It's just a really good soundtrack yeah. and a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. You know what? We need to add this to the doctor. We do. I think I have some things to say about the craft. Mm-hmm. Either that or I would just like to watch it again. That's called Aquanas. <laughs> that's called Aquanas. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up, Nancy. <laughs> what's our number five movie, Chris? Uh, what's your damage, Heather? Oh, another fucking movie I love that I want us to deep dive. Mm. Heather's. Fuck me gently with a chainsaw. What a good movie. Yeah, and I feel like it's been on other top tens of ours. I'm sure it was on top top ten horror comedies when we did it. Maybe some others. I, I feel like I bring Heathers up quite a bit. It's been a special mention for our top ten horror movie romances, too, for JD and Veronica. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I love Heathers. Every time I watch Heathers, it just cracks my shit up. <laughs> it is so funny, so well written. I fucking love um, Winona Ryder. And like it's probably the only movie that I think that Christian Slater is like attractive in, even though he's like a murderous asshole. Right? <laughs> but I don't know. I just every time I think about that movie, I think about like one of those funeral scenes where the father's like, "I love my dead gay son." You know? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just like, <laughs> it just makes me laugh so so much. Yeah. Well, they're all gonna laugh at you with our number four. Oh, really, <laughs> Carrie? <laughs> yeah we've 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 knocked all these we've beaten all these jokes to death with our deep dive this month that's right we um we spent the last two episodes talking about carrie and her dirty pillows the, her dirty pillows and the subsequent rage that someone else felt yes. <laughs> so i don't know how much more we have to say about carrie but it certainly deserves a high place on this list right mm-hmm. so because it, it really is about high school and one of those seminal high school moments yeah uh, especially during their prom right i mean that's the the crescendo of the film if you will well one of one of a couple crescendos so yeah i think i think number four is a really good place for that because there are some better high school movies that we'll get into with our number three maybe not better films but certainly more high schooly and uh we're gonna start our top three with the faculty the faculty is like just one of the best like high school horror movies because it really is like almost in the entirety of it taking place in a high school right and like many high schoolers it has wood elijah wood <laughs> that <Sorry>. was <laughs> a really good joke i'm so glad you made that. <laughs> it does have wood um and josh hartnett with like a shitty haircut well, and that's why it has wood <laughs> that's why elijah wood has wood <laughs> Um, the cast of the faculty is fucking stacked, right? Like Clea Duvall, Elijah Wood, Josh Hartner, like we said, fucking the teachers are incredible. Like B.B. Newworth and John Stewart yep. and Piper Laurie. John you know? Stewart of all people. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, uh, you know, for those of you who haven't seen the faculty, um, there's something weird going on, right? There's something very disturbing behavior about what's happening at this high school. <laughs> it's just a much better movie. <laughs> so uh, teachers and students seem to have been replaced. And I don't know. It's just like there's a, a mystery involved. Like these kids who wouldn't be talking to each other at all sort of have to like band together and that's just the kind of thing that i want to see in a movie so you think disturbing behavior was like the teenage version of stepper wives and like the faculty is kind of its version of like the pod people maybe with donald yeah, sutherland I mean, pointing at you with his mouse agape i mean i've been making that point all through the pandemic right when i see people not wearing a mask but <laughs> um <laughs> uh i think robert rodriguez directed that movie too and so it's just um it's just delightful yeah and um Another spoiler alert, we will be deep diving into the faculty this September. So stay tuned for that. Back to school. Weep. What's our number two film? Scream. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> How this episode's going to sound after you edit it. <laughs> um, Scream. So iconic. It's just... It still stands up today, and it's sequel too. Really, we should we should say the Scream uh, series. Really, um, you know, obviously the best of which is its first, and the sequel, which is nearly if not as good, um, you know, which which gets even more meta, which is just great. And so I love the entire cast for this. Obviously, uh, great direction from one of the horror greats, Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, this kind of is like one of his masterpieces, right? And yeah, I mean, I love the entire series, even four, you know, God help me. Yeah. And, um, well, even three, I think that these, these days people think that three is the worst. I like Parker Posey. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to shut the and fuck Gary up. Fisher. <laughs> yeah, and Gary Fisher. <laughs> yeah. I like the but, first two, um, even the newest one and they're making a, a, yet another, but I mean, the newest one that came out like five years ago or something like that, maybe older. I don't remember, but, um, I thought it was okay. Right. Really, the first two for me are like the essence of Scream and what the series is. Right. And I mean, really, the first Scream is the only one that sort of like fits into the high school horror genre, subgenre. Right. Yeah. Everything after that is sort of like college or Hollywood. Right. But this very first movie is just about like high school students getting picked off, you know, one by one and trying to figure out who a killer is, which is something that Wes Craven does really well. Well, I have to say, though, even when these characters are getting into their 40s, you know, it's still about high schoolers. Right. Even though the sure. last one had, you know, the, this killer was a high schooler, right? Like, yeah. Uh, and the last one, Scream 4, sort of brought it back to its high school roots, mm-hmm. right? With, you know, a new set of kids in that town. Because um, you're dealing with, like, Sydney's niece or something like that, you know? And, Damn it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Emma Roberts. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that first movie was just so good. I remember seeing this in the theater, too, when I was, like, 16 or 17, whenever it came out. And just was just blown away by it, right? And it sort of started this whole wave of, you know, late 90s horror that would lead into things like The Faculty and Final Destination. And, I mean, The Craft came before this, but... It's such an exacting tone, too, though. Like, um, it's just got such a straightforward, earnest quality that's just, like, saved by its meta quality, as well as just a twinge of camp. You know, like, I'm going to love any movie where someone's named Gail Weathers, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes god bless you kevin williamson for that screenplay i mean like <laughs> good soundtrack too uh both musically yes. and uh soundtrack marco beltrami right because i know that he had a couple and he, well he had at least an entry on my part on uh our top 10 scores yeah. scores unless we forget that amazing cameo by drew barrymore that no one expected 
That's right. No one expected Drew Barrymore to exist in her career at that point in the 90s. Yes. To get gutted when they started the movie. Mm -hmm. What a good movie. I haven't seen Scream in a long time either. I need to rewatch that. For sure. But uh, this leads us into our number one spot. Welcome to prime time, bitch. (laughs) That's right. The Nightmare on Elm Street series, right? So our number one slot is filled by an entire franchise. Because, I mean, like the the Nightmare on Elm Street series really did focus on high school kids for almost the entirety of it. Yeah. And in different situations, too. I mean, the first two, we get a lot of like kids actually in high school. And then we get to the third one where some of these high school aged kids are in sort of a mental institution and then back to the high school for the other ones. I mean, like they spend a lot of time in the classroom and the hallways and and all that stuff. It really is like a, a huge part of this particular franchise. And it's been on our top tens before. I believe it was in our top ten slashers. And I think like its soundtrack got into our top ten songs, pop songs in horror movies. Like Touch Me yeah. <laughs> with Wish featuring Fonda Ray from A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Touch me all night long. Yeah, and I believe also top ten horror movie romances with uh, Glenn and Nancy. That's right. So I love the, the, the nightmare. <laughs> the nightmare. I can't even talk. I love a nightmare on Elm Street. The entire series, my favorite franchise. I can watch them over and over again, um, and not even just for like Freddy Krueger. I think like the the more it went on, he got a little too quippy for mm-hmm. me, right? But um, they're really enjoyable. Movies. Jason versus Freddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've completely blocked that one. <laughs> I love. I love it except for that one stupid bitch that ad libbed that one line in the, the movie, but. That's right. Who would have thought a member of Destiny's Child would be screaming out that F-bomb? God. I don't know. And I feel like... I feel like A Nightmare on Elm Street sort of, like, brought teenagers into the slasher. Because, you know, before... Well, no, I can't even say that. Because even Halloween had, like, high school students in it. Yeah, but it's just completely... That's why it's not on our top ten. Because I I don't want people clamoring with, like, torches and, you know, pitchforks at our door. The only reason Halloween is not in this is because it has nothing to do with the high school. Right, it happened to have like a high school student in it, and then students, right? But nothing's in high school, and nothing takes place out of high school, and it's really about you know the shape. That's right, and babysitters. I mean, but that's it. I mean, even even the other babysitters, you know, made this list because there was it was more high school involved. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, and I'm right on street tops. It definitely deserves this number one spot for sure. It does. Do you have any special mentions, Chris? Well, I would say like the things that are kind of obvious that people do think of, but don't have to do with anything. You know, there's high schoolers and a lot of things, certainly like um, Jason films and uh, at the, you know, vac- camp vacations or whatever the fuck. And, and also like little bits of how high schoolers are involved in like the sleepaway camps and, you know, other things. But it's like we part of our rules was that for a high school horror, it has to have a like a, a large extent of it actually at a high school, you know, or at least one, maybe one death at a high school. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was thinking about things that I would put on the list, I was toying with putting Buffy the Vampire Slayer on there. The movie, not the TV series, yeah. although both I think would be a good entry, right? Well, yeah. We used to do special mention for Buffy almost every top 10 we did. And this would be a perfect example of that because so much of the horror in Buffy actually had to do with uh, the, you know, at the high school, underneath the high school, in the high school. I mean, the Hellmouth was yeah, under or, the high school. Or just the high school experience, yeah. right? Of what it was like for those characters to navigate through high school, right? And I kind of feel like that was the best parts of the series. I mean, I liked the series after they left high school, too. But, I mean, for me, those th- those seasons before they graduated were just perfect. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I think that just about wraps up our list. And um, as always, we want to know what some of your favorite high school horror movies are. If we didn't mention them in our top 10, just let us know. And you can do that on social media over at The Film Flamers on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. You can also email us at tiredqueens at filmflamers.com or call our special hotline at 972-666-7733. Let your voice be heard. Let us know what your favorite high school horror film is. That's right. We will play those voicemails on our next Shooting the Flames episode. And we've actually got a, a, well, a lot of emails lately that we're going to be reading on the next episode. Mm-hmm. So keep all those things coming, guys. Um, like Chris said earlier in the episode, we talked about disturbing behavior on Patreon as voted by our patrons this month. So head over to patreon.com slash the film flamer so you can find that bonus episode and all of our bonus content. That's right. All right. Well, I am ready for prime time, Chris. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think it's time for us to head off and maybe have some sweet dream warriors. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I find you, Freddy, from doing harm. <laughs> harming us yourself and harming us others. <laughs> oh, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs>